0: case hope not hate are basically controlling Britain. hope not hate an alluring name for those more concerned about social justice than truth these backwards these backward thinking virtue, sig- virtue signaling fake news crack yeah.
1: <laughs> hello and welcome to the hope not hate podcast young people are increasingly exposed to extreme content online our education team works to counter those narratives of hate and to empower young people to be advocates for kindness and empathy in the classroom and the playground. To coincide with the launch of the HOPE Education Fund, a new way that people can support our school work, we asked Owen Jones, our education and training director, Terry, a teacher at a secondary school, and Robbie Mullen, a former member of the Nazi terror group National Action, to talk about radicalisation in schools. If you want to find out more about our work in this area, and if you want to become a member of the Hope Education Fund, please visit charity.hopnothate.org.uk.
2: to spread its bile. It was officially banned as a terrorist organisation in 2016, after it openly glorified the man who murdered MP Joe Cox. Uh,
3: my name is Owen Jones, I'm the Director of Training Education at Hope Not Hate, Charitable Trust.
2: Uh, I'm Terry Lee, I'm a Deputy Head Teacher in the south-east of England.
3: Hope Not Hate are the UK's leading anti-racist charity in the UK. Our education union in particular work with schools across England and Wales. Today we're going to learn about Robbie's story, Robbie was a member of a prescribed terrorist organisation called National Action and we're going to learn about why he got involved with that and then why he came out of it and most importantly we're going to try and use that learning to prevent other students going down the same path.
0: National Action was uh, an extreme far-right group in the United Kingdom. Go! Come! Come! I got involved quickly. I emailed him on the first day of the weekend. By the Saturday, I was meeting with him every week and sometimes twice a week for the next two and a half years. The the group basically became my life. National! Action! Action! National! National! Many students
3: in the age bracket we deal with, this key stage two to five, a lot of them going through troubled times. They got had lessons to go through and they come up with some views that may not be too healthy, but what we're talking about here today is extremist ideology.
0: They were a national socialist group, so they believed the same as the Germans in the 1930s. We should not be blaming the Jewish vermin, the Jewish
3: parasites, yes! coming to our country. They infest their way into our government administration, but, yeah! our government bureaucracy. From what we've heard from the police, is that with the people in the more extreme end, so Robbie was part of the most extreme group uh, this country's ever seen in terms of neo-Nazism, is that often when they're confronted by it, they've been trained to not talk about it. I think if you challenge someone who just drawn a swastika in their pencil case, and they tried to laugh it off or claim it was banter, you know that person needs to be dealt with internally through the normal channels of the school. If they're refusing to talk about why they've done it, or refuse to answer where they got it from, what inspired them. That's that's for a sign for us that things are much deeper, and that's probably where you should seek external
0: help. One of National Action's like main ideas was that the Holocaust never happened, and that they wanted a real Holocaust. They wanted to gas the Jews. They wanted to genocide them by any means. In the end, it wasn't just about all Jews should be dead. It was pretty much everyone who disagreed with National Action Should Be Dead. It was them and us. That's how the group seen it. It was us against the world. So they literally believed everyone was a legitimate target.
3: This has been the most horrific incident we have ever faced here in Greater Manchester. we <laughs> get on this trip?
0: So National Action's response to the bombing in Manchester was it was beneficial to the cause. We went to the memorial or the event on the Saturday afterwards, and there was a sense of gloating, uh, joking. Very few of your students will ever come in contact with a group like National
3: Action. However, there are groups that are on the fringes of things like this, such as the English Defence League, uh, where you should be as worried about the consequence of it, even though their ideology is not quite as extreme as National Action's were so that's what we need to be here. Jack Renshaw, 23 years old a man accused of being a neo-Nazi who today dramatically admitted planning to kill a Labour MP and threatening to kill a police officer
0: uh, Getting involved in national action I was so hard seeing national action about
2: One of the biggest things for, for young people is the, the slickness of their websites and their video productions, things like that
0: They were young around my age John the videos were slick and professional looking. They didn't have the look of the traditional far right in England and the United Kingdom which was old bald men with a can in their hands shouting England.
2: I think we're living in an age now where, where students are, are increasingly engaging with, with online content um, it's much much harder to, to know what students are looking at what they're reading what they're engaging with and the people that they're talking to um, and also I think we've, we've moved we've moved away from from a lot of the more traditional signposting um, you know that, that would indicate extremist behavior children uh, when they're moving into adolescence are naturally inclined a lot of them uh, to be confrontational to, to isolate themselves at times uh, so there's a multitude of things you can look for um, any one of them on their own could could just be kids being kids, teenagers being teenagers. Um, but things like uh, increasingly um, isolating themselves from their friends, a, a, ch- a significant change in, in a friendship group, um, perhaps being more vocal um, about their views and more argumentative when people challenge it. So students can can present with with arguments that are a lot stronger than, than you would expect when, when they're talking about these views. Um, and these might be, you know, Racist comments. They could be um, homophobic or or sexist comments. When students are using a register that is out of character, uh, where it sounds like perhaps they're like sound bites, they might have heard them from someone else. That's that's the kind of thing that you you might that might ring alarm bells.
0: I think a lot of people have a sense that people don't care about women, don't care about the viewpoint kind of thing. So. A lot of them seem to be the kids that get bullied at school. Once they get involved with a group like National Action, then they've got this big group of friends who weren't who getting bullied. So they get that sense of they're not going to get bullied anymore. Teachers in the school could have offered Robbie a lot more support, I believe. Well, I think the home school in part was that summit they kind of pushed you into with your mum to get you out the system kind of thing, so then you're not the responsibility anymore. So that's what happened. If he'd been spoken to a lot more, if he'd been talked through
3: his his, his views, his concerns, his fears, his anxieties, and shown that there, there was more than one option available to him, it wasn't all doom and gloom. His life didn't necessarily go down the pan. There was, there was There is hope, even for the in the most extreme circumstances. I think he was offered more support rather than simply being encouraged to be removed from the school environments. I think he might be very different.
0: I think if... Uh a teacher sees someone on um, extreme right websites or looking at propaganda, kind of thing. I think the best engaging with the person to ask why and try and see why they're looking at it and then go from there. Because then they see someone curse, maybe, and uh, someone's willing to engage them about it before, you know, or they're already involved before they join, maybe, to try and help them kind of thing.
3: Even though that Robbie wasn't in school there's certainly a characteristics so you can see from Robbie's story that provide an example of what these students look like and also provide uh, an example that these people aren't demons and, uh, and uh, irreversibly uh, hate- hateful. So I think there's always a bit of hope there even though the students are most extreme.
0: So I think the best thing teachers can do is try and understand the group, why people get involved, educate themselves, so then they can uh, educate the kids about it. And in the long run, this could stop people joining extremist groups who could go on to commit acts of terror or a plan to commit acts of terror and end up in prison. So this could save lives and also save the kids from going down a route where they just end up in prison.
2: I think the real power that teachers have, they see children in a variety of contexts on a day-to-day basis. Um, and so they're able to spot patterns and changes quite quickly things that parents and, and carers might not have are the structures that schools have but the very nature of what teachers do you know education um, you know that that's that goes far beyond the curriculum it's not just about English math science history it, it's about um, growing the whole person and having the holistic view of the, of the student um, you know, in terms of your personal development, PSA, citizenship, whatever, whatever teachers or, or schools label it, you know, that is our, as part of our moral purpose. And so, you know, not only do we have an imperative to do it, but we, we have the resources and we have, you know, the, the structures to, to support. And I do think that, that someone like Robbie, had he been in school, I'm not saying he would necessarily have been saved because there probably are people that are beyond being picked up for whatever reason, but he'd have had a much greater chance, I believe, of, of having, having a different path in life.
0: Well, my life since the leaving the group's changed massively. I've been to CART twice, uh, I've moved away and everything's changed really.
3: Why we thought it's so important that teachers learn from Robbie so that future students don't go down the same path and make the same mistakes. Hope No Hate primarily offer free workshops in classrooms to students from Key Stage 2 to Key Stage 5 where we discuss prejudice, discrimination and stereotyping. I think it's important we offer it for free because many schools are facing very, very tough financial times. We find that the areas where our work is most needed is unfortunately in the, some of the poorest parts of the country where actually they can't afford services such as ours, which is a real shame. And we do not want the decision whether Hope Not Hate come in or not to be decided on your budget, just simply on whether you think we're needed or not. And if you want to get these in your school, you just email us at education at hopenothate.org.uk and we'll sort it out from there.
1: Thank you for listening to this episode of the Hope Not Hate podcast. We provide our classes to schools for no charge and we want to keep it free. We need your help to do that. Please consider becoming a member of the Hope Education Fund, donating £2, £5 or more each month to sustain our work. Please visit charity.hopenothate.org.uk and sign up today.